going on guys it's johnny how's it going what's up what's up what's up we got 13 of you in here already 11 likes good job guys excellent work gentlemen what is going on great stream for you tonight i have a guest with us tonight who i think is wonderful i've enjoyed speaking with her i know some of you guys just hold on i'm gonna introduce you and tell you all about her and we'll get into everything. It's been fantastic. Let's see who all's in here. Simple Jack, you make me happy. Good to see you, Dirt Mike. What's up, guys? How's it going, everybody? Good evening. Good to see you guys tonight. I want to introduce you to Good Mother. Some of you may know who she is. You may not know who she is. Don't worry, guys. Good Mother is not another female in the manosphere person. She's not. She happens to be a female and she gets the respect from many of our Manosphere people in all different areas of the Manosphere because she makes videos about crazy bitches, guys. And the, you know, enemy of my enemy is my friend, so to speak. She's a good lady. She's not, she's not one of these Manosphere women trying to come in and, uh, you know, take advantage of the situation. She just happens to be making content that we can all pretty much agree on. But without further ado, guys, I'll keep up with the chat in a little bit. Let's get in and speak with Miss Mandy here, also known as Good Mother, guys. Hello. Hello. How are you? Good. How are you, John? Wonderful, wonderful. It's good to see you. Thank you for coming on the show tonight. I really do appreciate it. You're welcome. Thank you for the invite. Well, before we start, here's what I've got lined up. I've got a bunch of questions for you that I think will be, you know, kind of fun to just ask, not just you as a woman knowing what you know about modern women, but as a woman, which you do qualify for, right? Yep. <laughs> excellent, excellent. So Biologically, yes. <laughs> bio okay, thank God. So no penis then? No. Okay, great. Fantastic. We're, we're, we're really cooking with fire here. I appreciate it. Um, so here's what I want to do. Before we do anything, let me introduce you to everybody is kind of how I know you, because I think there may be some misconceptions about you, potentially. Mm -hmm. 
maybe in the manosphere or maybe out there. So I just wanted to kind of touch base. You have so many men in the manosphere that watch your content and your live streams and interact with you and respect you. I think some men think that you are a manosphere woman, Mm-mm. but I don't see you as that. How, I mean, how would you describe yourself? I mean, cause um, I don't. I, I think I would describe, I mean, my, my channel is kind of an entity by itself. Um, <clears throat> I don't, I don't really do any of these group identity politics of any kind. Okay. So a lot of the people that come to my channel, uh, or from all over, like not even just the manosphere. There's there's many other bubbles that like I would go to where people right. would also come and join the conversation. So I, I just consider it a crazy bitch free zone where people okay. can actually talk without being, you know, terrorized. Oh, well, we don't know what that's like <laughs> over here. But that right. sounds really cool. So, yeah, I don't, like I said, I've, I've been on your live streams before. I've, I've talked yeah. to you before and I've seen plenty of your live streams. Um, I, I just don't see you as, as trying to take on a persona of the manosphere or trying to borrow from any of that. I think you're kind of doing your own thing. And yeah. so... I'm hoping we can, you know, introduce you to more men that maybe watch me and don't know who you are or what you do. Right. Well, and I think it it's hard with a lot of the the manosphere guys that, you know, you have your red pill, your black pill, your MGTOW, you know, all your different group identities. Mm-hmm. Um, and and I, I see value in all of them. And sure. there's a lot of things that I notice even – even in, we'll say, the manosphere spaces, a lot of the stuff that people talk about is being talked about in other spaces, like right. in tech and in hobbies and, you know, just different realms of YouTube. Right. Um, and, and my main focus is the universities, is feminism, is mm-hmm. the psychology field, because I see that as the root cause of all of our problems. So that's where I try to maintain my focus on i can't argue with you like when i hear that i'm like wow this is a breath of fresh air that someone else is at least trying to expose this as this is problematic oh big time to us as human beings so yeah it's it's kind of good it's kind of good to see that so um look (laughs) because obviously i already know you're on the level so we'll dive in um like I said, I have questions for you. Answer any you feel comfortable. If you want to pass, feel free to pass. None of them are like gotcha <laughs> questions or designed to mm. um, show you in a bad light. They're all just questions that perhaps a man might want to ask a woman, like honestly. That, that which they would get an honest response. <laughs> well, because I know you're not a crazy bitch, or at least right. not. I mean, once you've seen somebody a couple hundred times and you've hear their message, <laughs> you're like, this person's all, okay. I get it. Right. So right. Yeah. So <sighs> answer what you feel like. We'll see where where it goes and how we end up. But okay. um, first things first, like. <laughs> At what age would you say that you noticed that men took paid uh, close attention to you? I mean, obviously you were an attractive young lady. You were, 
you know, I mean, I can, I can tell obviously you're attracted, attracted lady. So what age did you notice that, that men were actually noticing you or young men? Um, I guess maybe in high school. 15, 16? Yeah, about okay. there. But before sure. that, I was, I was kind of a tomboy. So, okay. I mean, I, I, played, I played sports and stuff. I even played football in seventh grade. Oh, wow. Okay. Yeah, on the boys' team. The I mean, bruiser. Okay. Yeah. I, I, so, was, I was a very angry child. I had anger issues. So, contact sports was kind of a, a good outlet for those. Hey, you had me at anger issues. Yeah. That sounds great. So, yeah. um, if you don't mind me asking, what uh, were your parents married or divorced? Or um, My mom was married to my father. Um, before she cheated on him with my sister and brother's father. So I, I actually, during my upbringing, I, I had many stepdads. I, we, oh. we all pretty much had different dads. Um, wow, so this, there, this there, was, there was even a point where she was married to two people at the same time, one in Washington State and one in Tennessee. <laughs> Yeah. So I, I I intended to ask like eight more questions before we got into it. Yeah. But we're all into it at this point. So, <laughs> um, okay. So um, now your your mother cheated on your biological father. Yep. Um, I'm asking this for a very specific reason, but I have a, a beautiful young daughter. Um, yeah. Who, well. At the time this was going on, were you aware of it? Like what was no, taking? No, no, I was a baby. I mean, I was 18 months old when my sister was born. So okay, I how wasn't you, aware of that. How did you kind of find out what was going on? Later on, talking with my Nana. Oh, Nana. Mom's mom? My mom's mom, yes. Oh, shit. She ratted her own daughter out. Oh, yeah. That's actually... Intriguing. See, that speaks of class, but the daughter's actions do not, in my right. opinion. Right. Okay. Um, well, that that uh, blows a hole in all my questions there. <laughs> um, let me ask you this. Because I have a daughter, this was one that was on my mind. Mm -hmm. Did your mother ever in... It's not uncommon, let me say this first, it's not uncommon for a man to look at his sons and think, yeah, that's my son, I want him to have girlfriends and like sex and spread, do son things and like go be my man. And yeah. did, your, did your mom ever um, encourage you to be more sexual as a woman, like to show no. yourself or display no. yourself? or? No, actually, she 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 put a pretty unhealthy fear into me in that regard. Um, she she had convinced me at one point that you know sex leads to babies. So, right. I mean, that's um, reasonable. That's reasonable. Yeah. yeah. Was she religious or? Oh no, no. Right, because of the aforementioned. <laughs> gotcha. Yeah. Okay. Um, I mean. She would periodically use, you know, honor thy mother as a as an attempt to guilt and shame people right. into doing stuff or not doing yeah. stuff. So Yeah. But it wasn't, well, I mean. So 
if you don't mind me asking, uh, how old were you when that took place? Were you, you said you were too young to really remember it. I'm guessing you were. When what took place? Um, your mother's cheating affair. Oh, yeah, when I was a baby. Yeah. Oh, okay, so it was, yeah. right. Okay. I mean, she, she pretty much cheated on everybody she was with. So it, it wasn't the first time or the last time. Did you have any resentments about that? I mean, did you feel a certain way about that growing up or later on? Or once you knew about it, were you ever like, hey, I wonder, you knew your dad, though. Yeah, right? I did. I did. Did Even you ever think back, like, how could she do this to him? Or how, you know, I like, I you care about this man, obviously. Did yeah. you ever, were you ever like holding a resentment against your mother for what she had done? Or were you just kind of like, well, it is what it is or. Well, my, my mom is a human parasite, so she uses people. It's not just men. It's the kindness of neighbors. It's people from church. It's anybody she can use. Um, so, I mean, I, I kind of saw it as like, wow, you're a piece of shit of a person. Like she was a really good example of the kind of person not to be because so I did. watched, I watched her like screw people over constantly and, and seeing their pain and their suffering because they tried to be nice to somebody who was lying to them. Um, I mean, I just always kind of saw my mom as a monster. I mean, that answers my question. I was just wondering like what the mind of a young girl is oh, about her own mother like does she yeah. is she more loyal to like well she's my mother so whatever she does is is right or mm. was was there a moment where like you morally were like that's not acceptable my sister drank that kool-aid she treated my sister differently though i was the oldest of four kids so i kind of got the brunt of a lot of things but my sister kind of followed in her footsteps like she was able to guilt trip my sister into, you know, continuing to allow her into her life to screw it up. So, you know, pulling the mommy card, like you can't hate your mother and, yeah. you know, you, you have to accept, you know, your mother loves you. Like when my mom would say that to my sister, she would believe it. Oh, wow. Okay. So, so. I didn't, I didn't really have that problem. I mean, I think it was nine when I came to the conclusion that my mom didn't really love me. And I, it took a little bit to get through that. And even, even I think I was about 22 when I gave her the last opportunity, you know, to, to be a mom <laughs> when she came to me, you know, apologizing and all the things. And that was the last chance I gave her to be an actual mother. And she so failed again. So when you were 22? Yeah. So it's been two years since then. How do you feel now? Two years. <laughs> No, it's been, uh, I don't know, 18, 17. Okay. Sure, yeah. sure, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, no, I, I cut her out of my life. Right. Completely. Well, but you were aware of this. This was, it's good to know that like you came to a point where you were like, okay, this isn't good for me yeah. or healthy for me at all. Yeah. Oh, man. How was your relationship with your father? I mean, did, did you guys patch things up? Do y'all still communicate? What's, you know, what's. My father passed when I was 23. Okay. Um, but up until then, yeah, no, I, I always had a good relationship with my father. 
Um, my mom actually really tried her damnedest to drive a wedge between that. And there was right. a period of time where <clears throat> she kind of had me afraid of him. So, um, so she told you things about him that maybe, you, yeah. did you experience any of those things to be true in your dealings with no. him? No, no, no. You but never. My, my mom, um, got with my father um, she, she kind of lied to him when she was 15 and said she was 18 because she was skipping school. Right. <laughs> so that's how I was conceived. So at, those, at, at, she was 15. She was 15. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So the, the whole statutory rape thing is well, technically I'm... true, but she fucking lied to him. See here, like, mm. so uh, I was also a young man at one time and knew many young girls who were into, you know, the same things. Now, back in those days, back in like yeah. 86 and 80, like this was not a, like everyone, this was just part of being like a person, a young person. Yeah. yeah. Um, but in today's, arena obviously um it's just such a different place it's hard to yeah. tell people that like you can't imagine what it was like before the bullshit got here yeah. it, it yeah. was like it you know what like i'm a law-abiding citizen i consider myself a decent enough human being not to toot my own horn but it breaks my heart that like you can't commit a good crime anymore without being on video like not that i would not that i would but just the idea of like you can't do a caper or you know whatever because the whole thing is on video and you and i remember a time like before all of the permanent record of everything that's ever taken place ever yeah um it, it was just a different place so well well, the, the wedge that she tried to drive between me and my father, um, what she tried to convince me that as soon as I like developed as a woman that he was going to rape me because she took that statutory rape thing and then twisted it into telling me he forced himself on my mother when that wasn't the case. So, oh, shit. That's... yeah, yeah. So, I mean, that, that wasn't the story that she told. She told a really gruesome story where there was this major fucking crime committed that wasn't true. Hold up. This False. lady told you that your dad was going to rape you? Yep. As soon as I um, developed as a woman or whatnot. So I actually, I, I kind of had a little bit of belief in it, though, by the time I reached eighth grade, which actually um, my father got really pissed <laughs> <laughs> like yeah. Really pissed. yeah yeah when he found out and that's when i found out like the actual story it wasn't like something we talked about you know so um, uh, all right this yeah. you, you've given me so much to unpack already so <laughs> if i'm understanding you and my mm -hmm. timeline is correct yeah you were 22 when you gave your mom your last chance and your dad passed at 23 what in the mm -hmm. world who did you turn to after that i mean that was one after you lost both parents like right there within a year, year and a half. So, I mean, technically, right. You haven't spoke to your mom since then a lot. You said, Nope. 
and your dad passed at 23, what, uh, what have you been doing since then? Well, I always had my Nana. Well, she sure. was a big part of my life. Mother's so. mother. Yeah, my mom's mom. Right, gotcha. Okay. Yeah. All right. I'm just curious. I'm, I'm just kind of un unwrap this thing and see here. <laughs> so um, when you were a younger woman and you mm -hmm. decided that you wanted to start dating and talking with boys, et cetera, et cetera, was your mother okay with that? Or did she try to steer you away from talking to boys? Or what was her mindset? Was it kind of a feminist mindset for you? Or was it these guys are dangerous or she wasn't, she wasn't really around then. Cause I know after um, that big thing happened, um, I, I went to go live with my father for a while in high school. So, Oh, okay. okay. Yeah. Oh, okay. And, and he was like, Nope, no, no boys are coming around my daughter. So, <laughs> well, right, because yeah. he, like every man, knows something yeah. that all of us men know that you women deny. That we try right. to tell y'all, and y'all are like, "No, not Bob from accounting." And we're like, "Yes, Bob from accounting wants to sleep with you." Right. And every woman says the same thing. No, he's just a he's just a nice guy. And right. Like, There's no nice guys. Right. <laughs> okay. So, well, all right. I mean, that's interesting. We've got a bunch of stuff going on in the chat here. I've just been kind of taking a look at. I'm trying not to look at it much, but every now and again, I see something and I'm like, ah, you know, um, was your mom jealous of you? Do you know in, in your mom? No, no, no. My mom hated me. She blamed me for ruining her life because I was the first of four children that she had. <laughs> so I wouldn't say jealous. I would just say hate. That's such a strong terminology to use. Why? What would, if you don't mind me asking, what would mm -hmm. lead you to use such strong terminology that she hated you? Because she used to say she hated me. She oh. used to say she wished she would have had an abortion. So, <laughs> yeah. No, my, my mom was an awful piece of human shit. So you so. were serious when you said that then? Okay. Yes. I, um, yeah. Wow. Wow. Yes. How has this affected you? I mean, obviously talking to you now and hearing you talk, I, I know where your heart is for the most part. Like I get mm -hmm. what you're about, but... I mean, did this make you stronger over the years? Bitter? Angry? Are you, I mean. I mean, when I, when I was a kid, I was angry. Um, in my, as soon as I got away from her, though, and started living my life, um, things changed. Yeah. And yeah. it, it, I mean, she, she, I guess I can thank her for being a really good example of how not to mother because I really focused a lot more on my mothering because I didn't want, <laughs> I was going to be damned if I ever had a child that felt about me the way I felt about my mother. So, mm, yeah, that's wonderful. And you, now your son is how old? He's 18. 18. Okay. <laughs> just, yep. just curious. So, are yep. you uh, are you excited about the idea that he's getting to that age and he's getting 
yeah. older and out there and yeah yeah he'll be moving out soon um, oh no does he, he have is there a woman in his life or no oh no no he's he's so <laughs> he has such high standards like he can't even be bothered with women really oh, okay. like well, he, he can't stand the the kind of girls that our society has produced unfortunately because he that's would he would like to be married and have children and He's like, oh, I don't no. see any. I don't see anything out here that I I'd be willing to even entertain. Yeah. That's what's like when I think about it. Uh, that that really bothers me, Mandy. Because I mean, like you and I remember a time when, like, before the cell phones, before mm -hmm. I mean, go back to like '92 or so. There was a time when like girls would go to the mall and they would dress up and they would want men to talk to them, and then the men would talk to them. And right. but like there was a time when we were all clicking on the same page, and it was a right. It it wasn't about all these ulterior motives and all this other shit, and it was just a. And it, it seems like something's been lost over the years. Um, Obviously, I'm guessing because of the social media, but our like our our kids will never know that idea of walking two miles to hold hands with someone in right. seventh grade, sixth grade, you know. Right. Yeah, he's he's definitely. Um, I mean, the girls love him. I mean, he's like he's almost six three. He's in shape. He's very funny. He has a like. He's super smart. <laughs> And he's really good with people. So the girls like throw themselves at him and he's just like, get off me. Mm. <laughs> he's like, he, he has such, he has this checklist of things he just will not tolerate. <laughs> so, I mean, down to, down to makeup applications. He's like, I can't even take a girl seriously that her face is four different colors. Like, <laughs> That's the truth. That's a, yeah. that's a tough one, man. But I mean, it is a, yeah. uh, Oh, man. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Awesome. Well, good mother, really quickly, I'm going to take mm -hmm. a quick two-minute break so I can use the old bathroom, and then I'm going to okay. come right back if you don't mind. Um, yep. If you would like to just take the floor, take the floor and say hi to everyone. I don't know if you can even see the chats, but make yourself at home. I can see the chat. I can't, um, I can't type in it, but I can see it. Hey, Johnny. Awesome. Hey, Chris. I'll hey, JR. I'll be right back. Okay. Hey, Mike. <laughs> yeah, speaking of GM's son, where is Manlettopia? <laughs> That's so damn funny. These stupid, crazy bitches, man. Hey, Rusty. What's blushy eyebrows, Johnny? Is that the... um? Is that the the drawn on ones? <laughs> hey outlaw, how are you? I'm trying to see if I see anybody else in here I'm familiar with. Scruffy. Okay. If they come if they come and bother me, outlaw, I will. Yeah, Jeremy, that was a good stream.
I wish it wasn't the end of it though when you came up because I was already <sighs> by the end of it. But yeah, religion and philosophy, that's a good conversation. Hey, Billy. <laughs> Carl Marx, I guess. Hey, Frank. Good to see you. Like, yeah, the T800. <sighs> that's better. That's better. That's better. So, good mother, I had so many questions lined up for you, but the whole mother thing yeah. took me in a different direction. So, um, let me ask you this: what uh, what do you want to do? Like, where do you see yourself in five years? Like, if you just were going to do what you wanted to do, your son's getting ready to move out. If you, what do the goals of a woman like yourself like? What does that look like? over the next five years for you? Mm. <clears throat> That's an awful question because I don't know. Because <laughs> I feel like my future, the way I've been thinking about it, um, I don't know, for the past couple of years, it's been very goal-oriented as far as the destruction of the tyrannical matriarchy. So, I mean, I would love to be seeing some of these crazy bitches hanging in the town square by then, but we'll see. <laughs> we'll see. Well, what society has a much softer hand, it seems like. I know. Well, uh, I know. Obviously, there's <laughs> certainly a little bit, you know. Yeah. Uh, let me ask you this. Mm -hmm. What are your YouTube goals? Like just here. I mean, I know you just do like a, you do like a fun, easygoing show. And it's, I know you're not like trying to grow numbers or anything like that, but would you like to at some point connect with more men in the manosphere to talk about crazy bitches or is that just kind of like whatever happens happens or i don't know i'm kind of i don't even like technology right <laughs> i mean it's it's no it's no secret that i'm literally technologically retarded so i i just i don't like i don't even like messing with it um, I, I kind of had a goal to, like to get online and, you know, tell everybody what the fundamental problem is. Um, and I feel like I've gotten quite a few people's attention and got those conversations starting because I have, I have quite a few channels that are really big channels that follow mine sure. and I can, I can see their conversation reflect the discussions that we have on our channel. Right. So I feel like kind of being a, I don't know what you call it. I don't know. I just, I don't really like doing this online thing personally. Well, have you, have you ever had a channel of yours taken down? No, I haven't. And that's okay. kind of one of the points I've been trying to prove how gynocentric it is. I mean, I can say, I can say literally whatever I want on my channel. That's why it's a complete free speech platform. And that's why I didn't want to be, I didn't want to, I was kind of trying to hint at that, but yeah. Yeah. I mean, exactly. Like I know that there are certain words that like the rest of us kind of dance around that I've heard kind of thrown about on your channel, not, oh, in, yeah. a, not in a disrespectful manner used in All appropriate context. Yeah. 
So like I completely get it, but even if one of us had used it in the appropriate context, we might just be yeah. next. Because so. you're born with the wrong genitalia, John. Well, I know. I, I've been told that my whole life, and I'm, I'm yeah. starting to believe that that might be what it is. Uh, because feminists are in control of everything. Right, but we're not allowed to talk about that. Well, just... I do. Right, <laughs> right. I Every time I think that, I expect someone to pop out in my chat and be like, here's your tinfoil hat, John, you're crazy. The feminists aren't in control. And I'm just like, oh, it looks like kind of they are something. I mean, a little of something. Something weird's going on, right? Oh gosh. So um mm, hold on, I need I need to address the chat. Lumber lumber luck. Those are fancy goldfish. Those aren't guppies. They're goldfish. Fantail? Is that the fantail? Yeah, yeah. Mul multiple different varieties. Gotcha. Gotcha. Yeah. Ah, good old goldfish. Yeah, they're they're lovely. So what do you got? 55 gallon? Is that a 55? <laughs> it's a 265 with a hundred gallon sump underneath. <laughs> Who maintains this? Do you maintain this? Mm -hmm. Okay. Well, it's fresh water, so that's not too bad, but that's still right. an awful lot of water. Yeah. How, how often do you have to drain it? I don't. Come on, with the little vacuum thing to get all the poop out of the gravel, it change out the water? No, I mean, I'll, I'll change out some water sometimes, but oh, okay. only because it evaporates, I'll add more. Oh, well, that's not quite the same, but okay. <laughs> no worries. Awesome. Yeah. It, it's, a fully, it's a fully functioning, healthy ecosystem. So all, all the bacterias and the filters do exactly what they need to be doing. Do you garden? Yes. Now, I know this is a tricky one, so I have to kind of beat around the bush on this one. But location-wise, you're in a warm southern climate, I'm guessing, is the best way to say that, perhaps. I'm in off. Texas. Right. So you're kind of like in line with where I am in Alabama, theoretically, for the most part. Okay. okay. Yeah. Uh, College Station, where Texas A&M University is. Okay. Okay. Yeah. So you've got some crazies there then. Yes, there are some uh, gender studies and feminist professors that I've been keeping a close eye on. Have you ever thought of interviewing any of those people or is that? Oh, they, they won't talk to me. Even the clients that I did have that worked up there. Right. Seeing me after I started asking them questions. <laughs> oh, right. Because... It's funny to me how they're, they, they're so, they support their platform so much, but they just don't want to talk about it with anyone who doesn't think the same way. They're like, well, right. I'm on board with this, but I don't want to talk to anyone who isn't on board with this, mm -hmm. which is kind of a weird thing to do as a human because discourse back and forth has always been like, how we solve problems and how we work out things where one person can say, well, I think this and the other person can, but without a back and forth, there's no. John, John, you're talking about men versus women though. Oh, I mean, 
feminists, lefties, righties. I mean, everybody. I mean, no, 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 no. Men, men like to solve the problem, right? They like to have the back and forth, the discourse, and come to the conclusions, and then oh, they're good yes. afterwards. Yeah, the yes. feminists don't like to do that. They like to just demand things and have somebody submit to their demands, and that's it. Now you're a woman, don't, aren't mm -hmm. you subject to any of these wants and feelings of, I mean, don't you ever feel like the, the kind of the, you know what I mean? The feminist ideology, doesn't it affect you as a woman? The, the male dominating tyranny? Right. I mean, look, from an outsider looking in, I agree completely. Look, I'm yeah. sold. Yeah. So what age were you like, okay, something's weird? What age did you realize that like maybe men weren't being painted in the best light? I didn't even know feminism was a thing until the the lockdown stuff started happening. Till I got online. Um, I mean, I'd heard of feminists before, but I didn't really take them serious. I was just like, wow, that's a crazy lying bitch. Like, good thing nobody takes them seriously. Yeah, funny story. Everybody takes them seriously, and they work in every structure of our society, and they dictate policies. <laughs> I remember a time when nobody took any of these people seriously. And when I yeah. say these people, I mean these people. Yeah, like none of them, all of them, blue hair, you name it, just every one of them. I, I feel like I'm this. Nobody would have ever thought twice about a lot of these folks. And now these folks are like calling shots. Oh, and writing the curriculum for people's children. <laughs> <sighs> yes, it's the universities, though. They only have these jobs because they have these degrees, these pieces of paper that were really expensive. I don't understand how we could have got to this point, quite frankly. <laughs> like looking back at like where we've come from and the strong, yeah. not just men, but even women that were like doing women's stuff. And like, I don't want to sound like Robert D sexist here, but just like even women like my grandmother who were up every morning at like five and making fresh biscuits and like doing flour and the sifter and the like people were really hard workers and everyone had a part to play and took pride in it. And it seems like now. <sighs> well, and, and that's how it got so out of hand. The people that are responsible and hardworking and stay in their damn lane, they've been busy doing what they're supposed to be doing. <laughs> right, I guess. And the people that don't have children and don't have responsibilities in their lives have spent time at their damn job that they got and changing society so a, a lot of it's happened um under the radar because it's women women aren't, aren't always overt about stuff they work a lot behind the scenes and in the shadows that's a that's perhaps one of the best understatements i've heard in a while yeah. so you're saying women don't just come right out and say what they're thinking is that what you're telling me oh and they they don't even come right out and tell you what their end goal is. These radical feminists literally want men to die. They, uh -huh. they want to dominate and, and yeah, no, it's, it's bad. They I hate men so much. 
I keep reading all that stuff about uh, how they, they posted things about they wish men would die and how could men, you know. No, they, and, they're being truthful when they say that, though. That That's so something that I've had a hard time wrapping my mind around. And maybe you can help me out with this, John. Okay, the, this war between the sexes that the feminists waged against men. Why don't men take it very seriously? I mean, they're telling you guys that, you know, they, they really wish to see you dead. Why, why don't a lot of men actually believe it? I can answer that. And this is yeah. going to sound awful, but I'm going to say it. So, <laughs> um, have you ever seen a small puppy barking at a much larger, much more aggressive, powerful, if need be puppy? Yeah. And the, big, yeah, the yeah. bigger, the bigger puppy is like, ah, oh, it's, yeah, it's kind of yeah. cute. Yeah. 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 Like men don't mean this with disrespect, mm -hmm. but we know, know at the end of the day, if like, obviously we hope it would never come to this, but if, if it came to push and shove, which hopefully doesn't, um, the level of overpowered that y'all are mm -hmm. yeah. is almost un unmeasurable when I think mm. of the number of men and the number of <clears throat> women, and I don't mean that women aren't capable. I don't want to sound like I'm just the, what men are truly capable of yes. versus what women have seen of men in the last mm -hmm. thousand years are two very different things. And I mean, very, you only need to look as far as Genghis Khan and other great leaders, other quote unquote, horrible men, men right. are capable of so much more than has been witnessed by human society as of late. Right. And I like that because it means that we're becoming more diplomatic and better thinkers and better at, uh, you know, um, emoting and, uh, um, displaying our thoughts and, and um, taking in new information from other people without resulting to violence. But the mm -hmm. level of violence that men are capable of, if mm -hmm. unfortunately they were required to, like women, we don't see you guys as a threat. And mm, it's not, I know. it's not I out know. of disrespect. Like, it's like, no. I, I would never ever hurt any of you guys. I know, I know. But, like, but but John, just pretend that I am this radical lesbian feminist that literally wants to do you harm. I'm not going to come at you directly. I might bark at you like a little chihuahua, you know, right. and then and then you'll be like, whatever. And then I will go find somebody bigger than you or more people than you that will actually get the job done, i.e. the state, i.e., you know. So somebody to to take your job away, somebody, you know. And I agree that, with that's you. What they let, do. Me, let me tell you why. Yeah. I agree a hundred percent with everything you've just saying. Let's just say that mm -hmm. we men agree with you and we say, okay, enough is enough. And then we right cross or uppercut or like if we do anything, no matter what we do, we're damned if we're doing, we're damned if we don't. If we fight back at all, it seems like we just punched a baby. 
You know what I mean? Like it, it literally is like we just punched a baby and everyone goes, why did you punch the baby? And you're like, the baby's been plotting against me and I've had enough of the baby shit. <laughs> and no one wants to hear that. They're like, you, you right. punched a, a toddler. Like, yeah. so if we've even like, even us just talking about what's going on is getting us deplatformed or demonetized or at very least shadow banned. I mean, I yeah. went from four or 500,000 views a month to like 50,000. So like something's happened, right. but, and it's not just me. This is every man. Like I talked to coach Greg Adams on the regular, well, from time to time, I talked to other men like Frost, Hermit, you know, I've just other men across the board, up and down yeah. at different levels. Like I talked to men up here and at 40,000 at a hundred thousand and, like this is happening to all of us. So if we were to see this as a real threat and take actual action, it, like if this was a man doing this to us, problem solved. Right. Like right. problem problem solved. We'll work that right. shit out in the parking lot tonight. Right. But because <laughs> we're, we have to delicately be like, okay, well, we're obviously we understand your plight and we're not going to just uppercut you so that you'll shut up. Like we have to kind of, we have to be because the rest of the world would look at us bad for defending ourselves. Even though, right. even if we were completely like, I swear they could be shooting at us, holding up today's newspaper on camera on you just all of it on film and we would still be victims or the bad guys, I should say, for being like, Hey, they're attacking us. Yeah. Um, so we see it as a potential threat and we're very aware of it and we're trying to warn other men of it, but we have to play a delicate role because we can't even hint at the fact that maybe one of us should do something because even that would be seen as a sign of aggression. Even that yeah. would be seen as like colluding or a sign of trying to um, aggravate the situation or perhaps, <laughs> you know what I mean? So like we can't even, we just have to be like, oh, well, this is, look what's going on, guys. This is something, isn't this something? This is, yeah. so, but I mean, honestly, like at the end of the day, as far as like when you see so many women say, well, men are afraid and men are scared and not no, we're we're just holding back because we really can't defend ourselves with our full might. Now, obviously, if the situation and society in general collapses or something like that, and then people actually need men again, then maybe that'll be something. But right now, I don't think women actually need men. And more importantly, and you maybe you can answer this: Do women want men, good mother? Women definitely need men. I mean, if you listen to the feminists, they keep saying they don't yet. They're only where they are today because of men. I mean, men men build everything and supply everything and keep everything going that they love to to take and, and use and take advantage of. So, Well, I'm, I'm going to take that a step further. Let me ask yeah. this a, di a different way maybe. Mm -hmm. Um I appreciate what you're saying from a uh, utilitarian standpoint, mm -hmm. but do women want men? Like, let's say you didn't, cause look, I, I can see from a woman's side of like, if you 
needed a man to survive or needed a man so that he you'd had to be in love with a man so that he could pay your bills. I understand the level of like servitude feeling there and how you could grow to resent that. So assuming that women indeed didn't need men or, or would you want men? Like, would y'all, I mean, would you still want a man not for him to provide for you or to provide something you need other than just for like being a man? I think, I think women want men. I don't put feminists in the category of women though. Right. Like there's nothing adult or human about those females. Like they're so childish and so entitled and so bratty. I just, I don't see them as women. I think women want men, but feminists hate them. And feminists, a lot of the feminists are lesbians. They want women. So they want more women to hate men so they can have a, a, a larger dating pool for themselves. <laughs> like, I gotcha. Yeah. I gotcha. Well, um, I have a question for you here. Lord Jeremy, uh, mm -hmm. one of our, our subscribers and contributors here. Good mother, what happens when a strong, good men no longer work for police or military and the fembots have no one to protect them except each other? they will destroy themselves by themselves. Yeah. I mean, they, they're always going to find somebody to protect them. Yeah. I mean, these women, these women know how biology works, that's what's <laughs> whether they want to admit it or not. They always, they always prey on a man's biological instincts that's what's um, so fascinating to me is yeah. like, it seems like some of them aren't sexually attracted to a man, but they know very well how to sexually please a man or be with a man in order to get what they want. Like it's, right. it's a weird thing, but I've seen this before in other women. And I'm like, okay, you really clearly don't seem to like men, but like you enjoy pleasing men if it gets you to what you want to get to. Right. Which is a weird thing. Thing. I mean, I've, I've seen girls that actually get off on the idea of, you know, gratifying a dude, but he's going to do something for her. Yeah. But I mean, there was no love there. It was just a purely usury, I guess. Mm. So, okay. Yeah. I think, okay. I mean, women, women are smart when it comes to that. I mean, <laughs> like, that's where I think a lot of these Me Too things come out. And a lot of these workplace um, relationships or whatnot, because uh, women women will use sex to try to get ahead, mm -hmm. and especially the ones that are trying to use a man for sex to get something else. Like if she doesn't get that that goal <laughs> that she wanted, you know, to use the sex for, she'll she'll claim it was something it wasn't. Have you seen that in your personal life? I mean, obviously, I know you have a decent level of morals. I'm sure you haven't yeah. done that. But, I mean, have you seen that with other women that you know where they maybe said somebody did something they didn't or took it to a different place? Or Yeah. I, I had a client. I don't have her anymore. She was quite thoughty. But um, she, she used to talk about some pretty egregious shit that she'd do. And she'd get pissed. I mean, she didn't go as far as like claiming sexual assault or, or rape or anything, but she mm. would talk about like how she's, she's trying to use this guy for this thing and you know, what she's 
going to be doing to get the desired outcome she's looking for. Uh -huh. So, Rusty had one here for you. Good mother, do you think the federal government will classify all older, single, childless women as the new welfare class in the future? Mm, probably, and that's why we need to cut it, get it cut off. I don't how believe do you, in welfare at all. How do you? How do you cut the head off of a snake that size where you know at the end of it, an awful lot of people will be going without or hungry or in look, good, I'm not saying that good. they shouldn't be because of their lack of efforts. I'm saying certainly the crime rate over a weekend or two could jump substantially if a bunch of people were hungry overnight. Yeah. Well, what a bunch of women. Um, well, anyone under the welfare, I think, not necessarily women, but um, I mean, women for sure, because obviously they would have men that would help them to solve those problems. Men love right. being problem solvers. Right. But I, mean, I mean, anywhere, like in the welfare situation, like how. See, I'm I'm not a fan of welfare. My mom was on welfare growing up. So, Did she work? Did your mother work? Uh, kind of off and on, but. So no, not a lot then. Okay. She, she would work long enough to get fired from a nursing home or something for stealing patients' drugs. So. Oh wow, your mom. Or like or a... she would work at a place long enough to fall on the job so she could sue them. <laughs> yeah. Your mother sounds like a treat. She's awful. She's she sounds awful. like a treat. No, oh, I, I, I feel I feel bad for anybody who ever comes in contact with her. I mean, the last the last time that somebody somebody wrote me on Facebook because she liked to like talk shit about me, you know, because I kept her out of my life. And this person contacts me on Facebook to berate me about how awful I've been to my mother. Oh. <laughs> right? Oh. Because she, she gave him the sob story and shit. And of I was like, of course. I, I don't know who you are, but if you allow that crazy bitch into your house, you will regret it. I promise. And they're like, how dare you talk about your mother? I'm like, whatever, dude. I'm just warning you. Watch your shit because she will steal something. It was probably her under a no, fake name. No, no, no. It was somebody because they, they wrote me another message like three months later. They're like, hey, so I'm sorry to bother you, but do you know how we can get a hold of your mother? I was like, why? Nope. She's like, yeah, she, she left her house. She stole some credit cards and some valuables and this and that. And I'm like, oh, I told no. you. I told you. I was like, check your whatever local pawn shops and I would cancel your credit cards. Don't let that strange bitch in your house, anybody. Do you, oh my God, do you think she's still alive and with us or no? no I mean, this no. was a while ago, right? I mean, I, I keep hearing stuff from my, not from my family, but people that know my family. And she's still all up in their business. Okay, okay. Well... What stopped you from going down this path? I mean, it sounds like she probably, I'm guessing, had some substance problems if she was still in pills from orderlies or from uh, residents uh, yeah. at the nursing home. What stopped you from kind of, I guess, going down this, this bitch path, this slut path? What stopped you from 
taken this this path? Probably my dad. My dad's oh. an influence in my life. Yeah, uh, fathers are important. Let that be a lesson, yeah. everyone watching. Yeah. A quick <laughs> message from Mandy and John. Fathers yeah. potentially could have some value to the children. Yeah. Okay, well, hmm. I don't know. I, I'm more like my father than I am of like my mother. Like, and, and my nana. I had my nana in my life, so she was there a lot. So she she's actually um, your old school, you know, God fearing. A good grandmother. Good, yeah. Yes. Yeah. Oh, so, those are yeah. the best. Those really are the best. So did I guess she knew that her daughter was maybe had some issues or some. Oh yeah. Was this one maybe personal. Do you know, was your mother, um, was she abused as a child? Was there anything out of the ordinary there that you knew nope. of or? She was spoiled as a child until uh, my Nana and my grandpa divorced when she was about 14. Um, oh. And my Nana moved from New York to Washington state. And, you know, because that's where her family was from, Washington State. So that's when my mom started getting in trouble. I guess you could say she had daddy issues. And that's why she gravitated towards my father, because he was actually 40 when I was born. So he so, was old, dude. <laughs> how old was she? 16. <laughs> okay. <laughs> yep. <laughs> so she was... 16. Yep. He, he was 40. 40. Yep. Okay. I'm look, I'm not I'm not judging anybody. <laughs> I'm, I'm not I mean, I mean my my mom looked older than she was. She looked I mean she oh, she was hanging out in bars. No, no, she was hanging out in bars. She was skipping school. She didn't go to school. Like like she hit on my dad. Like she wanted my dad. <laughs> Here's the thing: is like here as a as a dude, I mm -hmm. get it. Like I, I understand. Like here, I yeah. completely. If an attractive young lady was hitting on me, who I thought was at very least eighteen years old, I would take advantage of every. I would, oh yes, ma'am. Of course. Okay, yeah, absolutely. Let's right. have dinner. Beautiful evening. Yep. Like I, I get it. So I can't, I can't be too mad there, but I will say usually like I can tell the difference between 16 and 18 usually, but then again, you might've, you know, under the circumstances, he might've really wanted to believe her. He might've wanted to yeah, she's definitely 18. I, yeah. No, so, no, no. She, she said she was 21. Ah, well, yeah. <laughs> like I said, she was, she was hanging out in bars. All right, next question. So <laughs> this one, again, it's, it's on there. Um, mm -hmm. Your father really loved her, didn't he? He did, yeah. Like he really cared about her. He valued her. He did, he did, yeah. Do you think and she... it broke his heart when she cheated on him and got of pregnant course. with another person's child. Of course. Right? Do you think that, do you think she ever realized or valued the fact that this man did 
really, really care about her? No. It never occurred to her? No. Well, I mean, she she probably did, but she used it to her advantage. So. What about the next guy? Did she care about him or was it another kind of a... That, I don't know. Uh, there was a period of time, let's see, I remember, because I remember the, the night that my sister was born, or after they came home with her, um, and then I remember my, my sister's dad not being particularly nice to me, so my dad actually had to come over, my, my nana told him that some stuff was happening, and um, my father came over and beat the shit out of him and took me and dropped me off at my Nana. So I got to live with my Nana for a period of time. Okay. And then I wasn't there when my brother was born. Um, yeah, they were in Kansas. We, I was in Washington. So your mom was a rolling stone. My mom is a psychotic bitch. Well, I took the high road on that one. <laughs> John, um, I, I do have to, Use the restroom. Can please? Yeah. Yeah. Get out of here. Go. Uh, lumber. How welcoming was your home when growing up? Not welcoming at all. Go use the bathroom. We'll be okay. Here get back. I'll be right back. All right, boys. What's going on? Who's in the chat? Good to see you. Channel eighteen hundred. Dumb Frank. What's up? MGTOW Outlaw. Roll Tide. Fell into the taco van and I need assistance. I've been hearing a lot about taco vans tonight. Good to see everybody. Johnny Midnight in the building, the one and only Johnny Midnight. Good to see you, sir. Mike, what's going on? Guys, thanks for coming along with me. We're having a good old shit chat with Good Mother tonight, just getting some good information from her. I always like speaking to a woman, a lady who I can kind of trust and get her honest opinion on some things. And of course, she has no reason to lie to any of us here. It's all in good fun. But it is interesting to kind of get this perspective where we see that a young woman's mother could have such a detrimental effect on her life. I mean, obviously, Mandy has done just fine and adapted to it and, and managed to come out the other end um, a, a, a decent human being and seemingly a good head on her shoulders and a level of morality. And so it's so interesting to see that while we always hear that we are the deadbeat daddies, we always hear that we are the bad guys and we are the, sometimes it's the mom guys. Sometimes maybe in your relationship or your marriage, Maybe it wasn't you. Maybe the mom just had something going on in her life that made her strive for more or cock hungry or whatever it may have been. But a lot of the times it could have been this other person because Mandy is telling us here now that, well, you know, her mother was this woman who quite frankly sounds a little selfish maybe and a bit usury, if we're being honest. And I think it's good to have be able to have those talks with somebody who can tell us and give us an honest idea about it. 
You know what I mean? It's always interesting. <laughs> Lumber luck. <laughs> yes. Oh, shit. You guys are crazy. Uh, well, I was laughing at someone's comment that said, get them young. And I'm assuming that's when we were talking about your mother and father getting together. Just a quick <laughs> little laugh there. That's mm -hmm. all. Just a quick little laugh. I was telling them how nice it was to be able to speak to a woman we can kind of ask questions to and get an honest answer. And a... So Frank, Channel 1800 Dumb, says, Johnny, Mandy, salute. All of my family here salute. Mandy is far better than her mother. She is well-respected by many of us. Mandy, what do you attribute that to? I mean, you, so many men that I see in all of, the men places are in your streams as well. And, you know, everybody knows you and speaks highly. And here's the thing is like, here's the other part of that. Like the yeah. flip side of that coin, nobody else talks to anybody. Like all the other women is like all off limits. All ah, I don't talk to her. Nobody else messes with like hardly any of these other women for any reasons whatsoever, but you are so respected. Why? is that um i think because i'm respectful i don't Maybe. find you to be all that pleasant actually <laughs> I, I think because um i don't know I, i've heard that i'm easy to talk to for one um I, i'm pretty blunt and direct for two, I listen probably more than I actually do talk. Um, and I, I identify with a lot of what I hear online as far as, especially in the MGTOW space, when when the guys will talk about, you know, what they're dealing with, with their ex or, you know, th things that they've gone through with women. I'm like, oh yeah, I've seen that shit before. Like, I mean, I kind of had a front row seat to watching one woman destroy the lives of many, many, many people. Your mother. So, yeah. yeah. So I've, I've seen what that does, the cause and effect. I mean, my stepdad, it, it turned my stepdad into an alcoholic big time. So. Did, oh, this is, that's a whole other new questions. Can I interrupt for yeah. a moment? Yeah. What was your relationship with your stepdad? I mean, was it a pleasant relationship? I mean, it it was it was good. Um, there were points where my mom would use him to punish the kids, if that makes sense. Um, there there were a few times where I lost some respect for him because I tried to tell him what was going on. And he wouldn't listen, which yeah. I, I, I kind of understand from a, okay, I'm going to believe my wife and, and discipline the children type of, I mean, I kind of get that, but he knew damn well how fucked up she was and how much she lied. So she, she would get him while he was drunk to, to do some extra disciplinary shit, which I wasn't quite fond of myself, but um, yeah, she ruined him. I mean, they got together when my youngest brother was six months old. Like, he was in the military. He was in the Navy. Um, he was just another guy she brought home, but he never really left. So they got she, married. She emasculated him? 
Oh, big time. Big time. Yeah. And to this day, she still uses him. I mean, so does my sister, though. Like, my sister has lived with him the majority of her adult life. So with her two bastard children and her alcoholism and they're drinking buddies now. So. Well, it's good to have goals, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Well, let's, uh, let's uh, go on down the chat here. So you don't hate anyone in the, in the old manosphere, do you? No, actually outlaw is one of my favorites. Okay. <laughs> I'm just making sure. I never know who has beef with who, but I know there is beef here and there and there and here and with different men and different women and different. I don't smoke. actually hate anybody that that's not a crazy bitch. So I think I have so much internalized uh, misogyny from my mom that if if you're a crazy bitch that's detestable and dishonest sure. and malicious, sure. like I, I do, very much dislike those those women. So only I think because they get away with what they do. Right. So you mentioned earlier that uh, your mother had made you fear your dad at some point sexually, or at least yes. consider the possibility. Did you yes. ever feel any sense of uneasiness around your stepfather? Maybe not through no. his own actions, but just no. because of, but yet this has no. been put in your place that maybe your own father could be. Right but you never felt that way around your own stepfather. No, but my mom, I mean, the, there was a point where my mom tried to put that fear into yeah. us as well. I mean, cause you know, when, when you're young and you wrestle with your dad and you know, she, she would make comments like, I mean, she, she started pretty young, like planting seeds of doubt into the, the minds of the children. But there, there was one point, um, I think the last time we wrestled, I want to say, Maybe fifth, I was in fifth grade, I think. And I remember we were just like me and my brother were like jumping on him and he was wrestling with us and stuff. And um, she made a comment like, oh, yep. Well, as soon as you get boobs, it's going to be inappropriate to do that. Like, what a like out in the open, in front of my dad, in front of my brother, like shit like that. Like, yeah, she was a total See, fucking cunt. I have... The, the reason I ask about that, I mean, I, obviously I have a daughter. She's 14. She's my yeah. world. She's fantastic. Yep. I, I hate the fact that, and I know, like, obviously as she's older now, so we don't ever, like, get to cuddle or I get to hold her and hug her like I used to love holding her and hugging her. And, right. Like, she used to sleep on my chest, and it was yep. just from the time she was nothing to – so – yeah. But, but just the idea that someone would take the – if someone were to try to use that against me and be like, oh, well, you're a dad, you know, you can't be – once you get boobs, you can't hug mm -hmm. him or mm – -hmm. uh, God, mm -hmm. just uh, – Yeah. I can't stand that. My mom's the kind of person, though, that – I mean, she she reminds me a lot of some of these crazy bitches online that I've come across, <laughs> that they, they see people having a good time, and, and they want to destroy it. Yeah. So. Does your mother attend church now? My mom? Mm-hmm. I have no idea. 
Right, I you haven't spoke to her, that's right. Yeah, I mean, I, I know she has a history of using churches for donations and stuff. See, that's a good choice of words, using. I got yeah. you. Yeah. So, well, somebody had asked in the chat, and I had forgotten. You hadn't spoke to her in a while. You don't know. Yeah, I have no idea. Mm, 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 mm. Channel 1800 Dumb. Johnny, can you ask Goody if her mother attends church? Well... Uh, we've covered that now, I believe. Church of Satan, probably. Johnny Church Midnight. Church of Satan, probably, yeah. <laughs> so um, she doesn't strike me as spiritual. You know, like I don't, I think that she seems very well aware and calculated in her maneuvering. Oh, yeah. She's into, I mean, she's smart. Like if yeah. she wouldn't have super wasted smart. her potential on, yeah, no, super smart. Um, psychology, biology, that kind of stuff. Uh, she yeah. went to nursing school. So there, there's that. Right. Um, yeah. She's, she went, she probably got diagnosed with every mental illness possible to get that good old disability check. Um, She's very smart about abusing the system that's put in place to to help people that actually need it. So mm. that's why I want to cut all those off. I'm like, if it weren't for all these external enablers, she would have probably had to have been a better mother. I think that's a lot of people's problems. I think yeah. a lot of people have never suffered or gone through any kind of a hard time in their life. Right. And I think that, while it's unfortunate, it's probably helpful for everybody, man and women, to at some point be in a point in your life where like, I'm at my lowest low and I got to make a decision here because it's it's good for you. It builds character. Um, well, good mother, let me ask you this. What? Um, so you have a son. He's 14. 18. Eight, I'm sorry. 18. I don't know. Yeah. He's a grown man. And he's about to move out. We've covered this. So yeah. how is your relationship with his father? Uh, non-existent. I understand. I'm curious. Yeah. I told mm -hmm. you where some of these questions, you know, we're going to, we're, I'm taking you through the mud tonight. So yeah, go for it. Um, how in long was he in his son's life? I mean, he's still kind of in his life when he chooses to be. Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah. Um, so. Yeah, he's he's in the military, though. So. Do, um, I guess, what age did you two, were you separated or divorced or? When my son was four. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Sometimes relationships just grow apart. I know that we here, like in the manosphere, we always like to say, well, it's, you know, it's this or it's that or it's, but sometimes things just do go south sometimes. Do you yeah. and he Some, have Sometimes people completely change when they um, immerse themselves in a completely different culture too. Sure. So. I'll agree. I'll agree with that. Yeah. I will absolutely agree with that. Do you and he have a relationship at all now? I mean, you don't speak, I guess you said, pretty non-existent. Yeah, we don't speak. Okay. Yeah. I'm just wondering, is there any resentment there from you on him? 
Mm-mm, no. I mean, alcoholics do what alcoholics do, right? <laughs> That's all you had to say about that. Yeah. So, um, I mean, I, I wish he would have been a better dad instead sure. of being a really good alcoholic, but... <laughs> yeah, sometimes those choices aren't up to us, and I get yeah. that. I mean, I've I've known many people that that deal with uh, addiction issues, whether some alcohol, some substances. But that's, yeah, I understand. Sometimes you just you lose people there somewhere. So it is what it is. All right, we'll go. We'll move on here. BS BB Scott, excuse me, good mother. Mother sounds like a true psychopath. Could be. These people exist and make narcissists look tame all the time. Um, so you still have like all of your other uh, family members that you speak to. Does she have any other siblings, your mother? Any sisters, brothers? My mom had a sister, an older sister. Do you still talk with your aunt? No, we actually never really talked. Okay. Yeah. Gotcha. Yeah, everybody in my family is an alcoholic, John. <laughs> I'm I'm pretty much the only one in my whole family that's never had a DUI in my life or well, have been involved in alcohol. Alcohol okay. is good. I mean, it's not good. It's bad, but <laughs> I I get it. And I only say that as someone who has drank mucho alcohol before. I mean, it's yeah. it's awful, but like I I get it. Once you're addicted to that and you like for fun drinking every now and again is one thing, but like when you get to a point where like you're physically ill and throwing up, if you don't have alcohol, like that's a level of addicted. I can't imagine because right. like if, if I get even the, a little tummy ache, I'll eat a thing of Tums and I'll like warm milk and lay in a bathtub and like, I'll do right. everything it takes to right. not throw up. Right. So I can't imagine being in the position where you're like you're going to get sick and throw up or, or shit yourself. But a, a shot will fix it all because I'll be like, give me the shots. Give me. I'm, uh, I would be uh, what a what a hell to go through. Um, yeah. You know. Anyways, let me see what else is going on here in the chat. What are, what are your plans later on tonight? Are you streaming or anything? You big chilling tonight? No, I just was going to do this with you. I'm so glad you decided to. I, I keep trying to get up with everyone, and I have so many people that want to uh, get up and do a stream here and there. And there's, you know, most everybody I know and I'm comfortable with. But yeah. I'm always like, well, I want to, I want to sit down and ask Good Mother about this or this or this or this. And then I know there's so many men in the manosphere who. If they just knew you and what you were about, I think they would really enjoy some of your show and your talking points and your, but you know, there's, there's so many men that are like, well, I don't want to, she's a woman. And so I'm trying to break down that fourth wall a little bit. For people. <laughs> no, it's all right. It's all right. The the people that want to share their stories on the channel, um, that they come and share their stories. I mean, there's people that have absolutely no trust left or no hope or faith that anything will ever get any better in our society. And I get that. Um, and, and there's some people that just can't handle, you know, they, ha they have so much trauma themselves 
that have been done by women, so they cannot not see a woman as a punching bag. So I prefer those those people to stay away from my channel. So what what I mean let's say you didn't need a man for money or anything like that. What would you want a man for? Like if you like I say if it wasn't about money or support or anything else in a perfect world like are you pretty happy being alone? Would you desire company or like a companion to go through whatever? Like what, what are your, Life? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Like long-term, like what? I don't think any, I, I don't think it's, I don't think it's natural for people to be alone personally. Um, and I, I don't think I'm the only one out there that would rather be in a stable and healthy loving relationship with somebody uh, a what a stable healthy loving relationship that's not and, ringing and any bells i know i know i mean I, I i do know they exist i mean the community i live in a lot of people i know have been married 20 30 40 50 years like i i see it i mean i don't i don't see it necessarily a lot you know, with the younger generations, the younger generations aren't getting together like they used to. I so wanted that. Like when I was in that, I want to get married stage and I'm yeah. going to have my first two kids and I've been married twice, but like yeah. both times I was like, I want this and it's going to be the long haul. And I never cheated on either one of them. And I never, like, I was so committed to being the just sucker for love right wanted it to be the the dream and everything to be perfect well it's love love isn't a i think i heard it on a channel love isn't a 90 second romantic comedy <laughs> like love is like dedication respect growth like loyalty like there, there's a lot to it when right. it comes to like maintaining a family unit um, and I think a lot of people just don't have, maybe they have different expectations of what it is really, or I thought it was supposed to be special. Yeah. Well, I think it's supposed to be special, but special en enough to dedicate your life to and, and have determination to work it out. Not a lot of people see it that way i think they're they're too quick to give up well i think it's in what kind of what men and women are taught like women are often taught like one thing that's very very different in a man and a woman's upbringing and i think many men that maybe were around their dad or other men can attest to this but many of us were taught to protect a girl our girl specifically, but any girl to the death, mm -hmm. like to, 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 to protect her with your life, you know, be there for a girl, protect a girl, be the good guy, not just even your own girl, but like pr protect the women, women and children first. Yeah. And, and that meant something to us as far as honor and duty and loyalty. And we were, I would die to protect a woman. I would protect her. Right. Whereas you girls didn't really have that, there wasn't an equivalent of that. It was just you be the girl and you be the woman and you be the, you know, the, 
but we were always taught to put y'all first. And I don't think women were ever told to put men first ever. Right. And like we were told, you know, lift her up, put her on a pedestal, hold her up, be the good man for her. And looking back, like I don't ever remember hearing anyone say anything to any girls I've ever known ever in my life that was even remotely close to have respect for him. Right. Right. Nothing like literally nothing. And I think back and I'm like, yeah, that's what they were supposed to have been told. And I was told that that's what they were at no point in my life. Can I ever remember (laughs) any woman's mother telling her any of the girls I've dated, any, anything saying to, to really care about him or really value him or really love him. It was always, well, he he should be paying this and this and that. And we were told to die for y'all if necessary. Right. Right. So we took that as like, we really romanticized the idea of that, the grandiose imagination of that to, well, I'll do whatever for her and I'll be the knight in shining armor, figuratively, obviously the white knight. But like we, that meant something to us. And it was an honor and a duty. Whereas you girls just didn't have that. So I I don't know. How do you, um, how do you get the same level of respect out of a woman looking at a man as you do a man looking at a woman who is, I should do anything to protect this woman. Yeah, I guess you don't. Uh, I mean, I don't know. My Nana was very much a, I guess a traditional, I mean, she, she had some problems with her, with her husband, but it was all alcohol-related stuff. It's like, but but then when she, you know, kept going and kind of started her life over, I mean, she was really into her church and taking care of grandkids and, I mean, still doing all that grandma stuff. But um, I remember her talking about, about respect and stuff like that. And it was from it was from like a biblical perspective, I guess. So I don't know. I think I think our churches are screwed up, John. I know that's yeah. that's yeah. one of the many institutions that feminism has infiltrated and and appropriated, I would say. It's like funny. all our major institutions are gynocentric now. Yep. It's it's funny you say that because like I, I have friends that that have known me for years and years and years and they'll hear me and every now and again like we'll be talking about one of these things and I'll say we well, you know we need to like if we could just get the churches back and then be a part of the school and this and then my friends are like you're the least religious person I know what are you talking about <laughs> right and I'm like you don't understand like forget religion the 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 values that, that the Bible is about and the everything, yeah. like if you just, if you took religion out of it, it's damn near a perfect way to have a society. Yeah. If you just like, even if you take God and all the rest of it out, like it's a pretty good layout of like, Hey, let's all try to respect one another. Don't do anything right. you wouldn't want done to you. I mean, right. it's all like basic things we can all pretty much get on, <laughs> on board with. Right. So it's weird to be in this place now where like as a non-religious quote unquote person, I'm like, we need religion. 
we need right. to get God back into the, but so it's, it's, you know, and like the more I read the Bible, I'll pick it up and I've read it many times, but I'll, I'll pick it up and read it, not as a religious person, but like as a rational human that understands language. And I'm like, oh shit, it's right here in plain English. Like it's, it's right here. Right. But you know, um, it's interesting. As a child, I remember being forced into religion when I was raised and like, you should believe this and God will punish you if you don't. And oh, all yeah. these. And as a child, I'm like, I was a smart child. Um, you know, I was, I literally was looking at adults around me like, I can't trust anything you say because I right. don't, you believe in foolish, like the whole idea of every, all of what you've told me is rooted in silliness. Right. I had, I had questions growing up too. Uh, My Nana said that she would pray for my soul like every day. I remember asking my great grandma to um, one time about, cause, cause speaking of enablers, people that enable terrible mothers to get away with, you know, pretty much crimes against humanity. (laughs) um, There, there were quite a few on, on, my mom's side of the family that were super religious and they would always just talk about praying. And um, I remember my great grandma got mad at me because I asked her, you know, something, I think I mentioned something about my mom not loving me or something. Mm. And she, she was just like, that's blasphemy. She has to, and, you know, going over all this Bible stuff. And I was just like, yeah, Um. but (laughs) Yeah, see, <laughs> I, I I get that's the way it's supposed to be, but right, right. it's not. Yeah, we we have we have a lot of moms that are just not moms that are really bad moms. I agree with that. I'm not sure why that is, but we you know we've seen more and more and more of that. But I, I know I, I know just, exactly why that is. It's the mental illness crap. How how much of that is quote unquote mental illness and how much of that is quote unquote alcohol or drug dependency? Because it seems like a a lot of the people that, right. And it seems like a lot of people that have the mental illness also Mm -hmm. so happen to have a propensity to like Xanax or whatever other thing it may be that they use in excess. I think it's our society not taking it serious enough. And in oh, calling yeah, it, sure. you know, instead of punishing bad yeah. behavior, you know, rewarding it. They they reward it now. Well, that's the part of this country's problem that has always been that everything is a battle. We've yeah. had a war on drugs, the war between the sexes, the battle of the men and women. The right. We can't ever just have a goddamn discussion like adults and say, look, some <laughs> people are dope sick. Can we get right. them? There's like, is there some middle ground where like we don't encourage them to do drugs, but maybe they don't get dope sick? Is there some way we can help these people to, right. to battle this? Or is like, can we maybe not give up on everyone who's ever fallen victim to wanting to feel something again? I mean, you know, so I, I think that it's uh I don't know. You're right. A lot of these mothers don't want to be mothers, but I think a lot of them are still trying to be children. They're trying to be the cool in the club or in the scene um, women. And, you know, we see a lot of women now that are, are 
older women that are trying to act much younger than they are. Mm. You know what I mean? Like I have the utmost respect. Like a woman my age has a hundred percent of my respect. If she's a woman my age that's doing her thing and she's acting, but if she's twerking and acting like a teenager, <laughs> like I can't respect that. Yeah. 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 No, Do I've seen that. Like, am I wrong? Am I crazy? No, no, no. I, I've seen, I've seen women my age and I'm like, why, why are you dressed like you're 12? Like, yeah, what are you doing? Yeah. 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 So, I don't, I don't get it. Um, I don't respect it. <laughs> it. It seems like a lot of that infantile or adolescent, whatever behavior. Right. Also right. comes with, with a hypersexualization too. What do you think the end game of that is? Like, I keep trying to play that out in my mind and see yeah. like, where does, where does this lead to? Why would we want everyone to be a hoe? And I can't figure out like, why, where, where would that lead us? Like where, Like as a societal whole. Yeah, because I can't. I look at I, I look at everything as cause and effect, but not yeah. necessarily. So what I mean by that is like, part of me sees that we're over sexualizing everything, and it's going toward this. And lately, sex work has been kind of not frowned upon and not punished by law, and the rise mm -hmm. of OnlyFans and seeking arrangements. And then the other part of my brain is like the government just hired on 87,000 new IRS agents. So that tells me they're about to come looking for all the sex work money to mm. make sure that everybody's paying all their, but like, yeah, is, is that why they wanted us to become so sexualized? Because I mean, clearly the FCC and the people that approve the programming for TV and music and everything else, it was like, yeah, let's have people twerking and, showing mm -hmm. booties and like mm -hmm. is all this circumstantial or is this mm -hmm. a did they want us to be ho hoes and sluts so that oh, we could make more it. tax money on OnlyFans <laughs> to pay to the IRS agents that they just hired to make sure that they get paid are we living in a crazy universe or am I just crazy John, John it sounds like you're you're trying to play the external locus of control game it's by design these people it's their plan when in fact the way i see it as a woman i'm like okay all these only fans women are, are women right they they have their choices that they're, they're making they're making money like sh fast sh like short and fast money right sure they they have no for thought for the future no, none of that all these irs people i wonder how many of those eighty thousand people are women who are going to get paid now to do this job mm -hmm. i mean most most government employees are women yeah. so i mean i just look at it like they don't they don't really have a plan it's it's all like what they want right now what feels good right now Forget the consequences down the line. Somebody else will take care of that. It's what I want now. And that's that's how they operate. So that's why I'm like, what, why are we listening to these people? They don't give a shit about anybody but themselves. Like, and it, and super I, irresponsible. I keep seeing, like, everywhere we look around, um, you know, in, in everywhere for the most part right now, it just, it seems like, Everyone is worried about the dumbest shit possible. Right. Meanwhile, like the bridges are falling down, places yeah. are, that make our food are blowing up. No one's right. asking any questions about anything. 
Eggs are nine dollars a carton, and everyone's like, "Well, I guess I'll pay nine dollars." No one's. It's like no one even notices. I mean, or they notice, and everyone's just like, "Well, I guess this is what it is." Sneakers are nine thousand dollars now, mm. and eggs are twenty dollars. Yeah. I mean, well, what? I think I think a lot of people see the the symptom and don't know what the cause is. Everybody has an idea of what the cause is. That's why when I came online and started my channel, I'm like, okay, everybody, you're wrong. I know everybody wants to blame all this stuff on this and this and this and this, but these are all symptoms of this fundamental problem. Okay, guys, this is the problem. But that's what the feminists are best at, is distracting people from the actual problem. They blame it on something else. Yeah. And the guys believe them. And then the guys get all geared up and go attack that dude over there when it's literally the woman picking their back pocket that did it. It's weird because as, as a man who has lived in the fog before, like you don't yeah. think females are capable of this. Oh, like no offense, not you. As but men? I mean, like, well, like as a man, when I was still blinded by my cock's need for women, I, I never ima imagined they were anything other than sugar and spice and all things. Like I literally never thought that y'all were human or fallible or might have a sexual desire of your own or a thought of your own, no offense, but like mm -hmm. it just, I didn't. And then I found out that like, Oh, like they're just human beings too. But I guess I, like I never imagined y'all were capable of uh, anything less than wonderful, excellent treatment of other human beings. And some of you are capable of quite a bit more. Mm. See, feminists I still don't see as human because they're they are literally this bottomless pit of misery that want to destroy everything good in our society. So they're insufferable children and they're not women. And I, I know I know this is really hard for you to understand, probably, because you can't wrap your mind around feeling this way towards the opposite sex. But these women literally want to see you guys dead, whether it be by your own hand or if another man kills you. They, they just hate men so much they want them all to be gone. Well, you know what I said earlier, we can't throw a punch. We can't fight back. So it's going to be know. up to women like you I know. to fight this battle. Because I mean, like, like I said, men like me can talk about this till the cows come home. Yeah. Maybe three people will hear it, maybe more. Right. But like we, we literally can't throw a punch. We can't be like, oh, we've had to hit with these crazy women that don't like us. We're fighting back. Nope, we're all, right. we'd be FBI, be at all of our doors tomorrow. So, but this, but this is more of a psychological war. You don't, it's not physical. Yes. Like, that's, well, that's the problem. Us men really prefer a physical straight I know. On. Well, because that, right. that's your, that's where you reign supreme. Like you, yeah. you put put a man and a woman against each other and the man will dominate them physically and a woman will dominate them emotionally. Oh, whatever. Yes. It's two different lanes, John. I know. I wish I could disagree <laughs> with you on that one, but I agree with you. Yeah. Like we're, we're just, it's easier to be direct, but 
sometimes the direct uh, doesn't help a lady's narrative if she's trying to just hate on men. Right. I mean, well, where do we go from here? Do you see that men and women are ever going to be able to fix this rift? I mean, I don't think it looks good for marriage going forward. Yeah, it looks pretty bad for marriage. I I personally don't see any point in it until a lot of these these laws get changed. The the laws that are skewed in the females' favor. I mean, we we need some serious um, laws put on the books for like emotional terrorism, emotional abuse. Like right now, a lot of that is still getting blamed on men when it's right. literally women that are doing it. So. I don't think they'll ever allow any laws to be changed. And let me tell you why I think that. Do you remember hearing about Scott Peterson and Lacey Peterson back in the day? No. Scott, Lacey was a pregnant mom and Scott was the husband and he ended up murdering her and the unborn child. And During the criminal proceedings in court cases, uh, they were trying to get Scott um, murder of the unborn child also. But the feminist groups actually spoke up and were like, well, no, technically he couldn't murder that child because technically that wasn't a child. You see, they didn't want him to be charged with murdering the unborn child because that could chip away at Roe versus Wade. <laughs> like you know, they literally this happened like you can google this this happened they they spoke up and were like well no he can't be charged for murder because technically this wasn't a living baby this mm -hmm. man had just murdered his wife and his unborn child and mm -hmm. the feminist groups were literally like well no don't that's we don't want to you know roe versus wade says that that's not so the fact that they could even make this argument at this point, it, it doesn't even seem like they hate men. It seems like they hate all humans. Babies, oh, yeah. men. Yeah. No, it's a death cult. It's completely a fucking death cult. Yeah. They hate people, like real people. They hate human humanity. How do you how do you fight something like that? You cut all the resources off. All these okay. women make a lot of money on their grift. They need to be fucking fired. All these women are literally in every structure of our society. They work at every corporation. They're in every institution. I agree like, with that. Like the uber man-hating ones, the ones that spread the poison are everywhere. You're, they're going to be in your HR departments. Yeah. <laughs> your, yeah. In your government jobs. Like They need to all be fucking fired. Anybody with a man-hating degree needs to be, I would say, charged with criminal offenses. Like, they're, they're criminals, John. They don't like us, that's for sure. Yeah. Um, they, they, yeah. they don't, you know. Mm, mm. But, but, they, but they need you. They need your support in order to keep going because they're parasitic. I think the saddest thing is as more and more men start to wake up, you'd like to think at some point collectively as a society, men and women everywhere will become somewhat self-aware of what's going on in the, right. you know what I mean? Like it, at some point, everyone should see the light. At, and what happens at that point when men and women are both like enough with the feminism and enough with marriage and enough with 
having kids and <laughs> I mean we kind of have seen a little bit in our, our society today where people are quiet quitting and they're you know yeah. going and working two part-time jobs instead of one full-time job and yeah where do we go from here well actually um there's there's a few channels that i follow uh, pretty closely uh, the, the most radical lesbian feminists that i found online that get together in these groups and organize mm -hmm. um there was a panel of four of them and they were talking about um social media and censorship and their their issues with ai coming in and doing the the word policing yeah. and they were complaining that um ai is not picking up on nuances so they tried to they tried to get um a, a hashtag me too thing moving in kuwait okay now it, it started getting steam and then the men in kuwait kind of counteracted with another hashtag that I guess in their language, it was comparable to like criminal criminalized feminism yeah. and their hashtag got some steam too. And the feminists were pissed because that they couldn't cancel it. They couldn't keep it down because there weren't enough female bodies in positions in that country, I guess, to, to police the people's speech mm. and cancel people. So, I think that's what they're doing now. I mean, that yeah. it's it's when you take away the ability to have a discussion, you yeah. control the discussion. Yeah, you you really do. Um, and, and I mean, obviously, we've all thought that's what's been going on for so long. But it's just the and more. They, but, it, but they admit it now, John. I mean, oh, they, yeah. they have been admitting. They've been talking about what they're doing, like. And nobody wants to listen to them or take them nope. serious because they're like, oh, they're just this little puppy. <laughs> right? Well, that's because, like, at the end of the day, men have this unique ability to look at things sometimes and be like, look, I'll scratch you like a flea off my balls if I need to. Right. But they don't until they have to. Right. And usually when they have to, it's too late where you've been isolated and the world is closing in on you and, and you're getting completely raped from every angle because the past six months they've been setting up and networking and getting a whole bunch of people against you. Well, That's the, how the women work. The blue pilled men are going to be a... I mean, that's going to be a battle, an uphill battle. There's a lot of men. Like I said, I never would have believed that women would have could have been capable of anything at all, ever. If you'd have told me years ago about the red pill and women may not have your best interest at heart, I never would have even listened to you. Yeah. But that's how blinded I was. I was just like, oh, that's, that's impossible. It's hard to, to think about these young men coming up now who are thinking to themselves, well, I'm going to find a good woman and she's going to be the woman for me and she'll never have had sex with anyone and she'll only want me. And Man, what a different world it is today. You know, when you think back to the old days and you're just like, wow, we've, we've come so far yet. You yeah. don't know if all of it's good for us or not. Yeah. I don't, I think the majority of it's bad for us. <laughs> I would think so too. Probably yeah. so. All right, good mother. I'm getting tired. I'm going to wrap it up. Okay.
Thank you, thank you, thank you for coming by tonight. It has been a pleasure to speak to you and, you know, have me on your show sometime. I would love to come on over there and, and Big Chill. Anytime. And, You're always welcome. Well, I appreciate that. We'll have to, uh, we'll schedule another one of these maybe a week or so from now and, and let me know if you come up with anything. Do you have any good battles going on we should know about right now? Is there anything? Mm. I know sometimes you and the thoughts like to mix it up a little bit. Oh, no, the thoughts, uh, my crazy bitch baggage that I've collected for the past two years. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. just keep an eye on my uh, my featured channel list on my on my page. Just if if you're smart, if you have more than two brain cells, take a look at that list and stay the fuck away from those women because they literally are mine to sort out. I know there's there's a few gentlemen that are having a hard time with them currently if they just fucking ignore them it'll go away huh they'll stop so one let me uh, this is i'll just touch on this one of them had a problem with uh angler didn't they did was there something with angler and somebody or yeah she predated upon angler right so is he okay did he ever get off of stop doing everything he was wanting to stop doing or do you know no he's not okay Okay. I know I, I can't. I know I spoke to a couple of people, but I can't remember if I spoke to you about this yet. But yeah. All right. It's, well. It's not all right. No, she she really <laughs> she really got got him good. Which he he's not completely innocent in this either. So. Right. Well, yeah. I'm I'm still I'm. Just as a man, I hope he's doing well and gets, you know, I hope he gets what he needs. And hopefully uh, uh, gets to where he needs to be. Uh, yeah. Just because I hate to see another man suffering at all. So, yeah. Well, if he would listen and just leave her the fuck alone, his problems would just disappear. Well. <laughs> he, he, he had to see something that he didn't get. Like I, I tried to tell him months and months and months ago, I'm like, dude, leave the crazy bitches to me. I'm going to sort out these women. You can't negotiate with these terrorists. You can't teach them anything. You, you can't change their minds. You can't do anything. Like, right. like I, I understand you, you might have good intentions. I don't know, you might have bad intentions. Like you wanna get some kind of revenge on some of these crazy bitches. But literally in the online world, that's their playground. Now, if this was an arm wrestling match, uh, my money would be behind you men, but not online. These these crazy bitches are, they play head games with people and they love it. So the, the only way to not get sucked into their shit is completely ignore, no contact. Like with the narcissists, no contact. That should be easy for a lot of our men, you know, a lot of my men anyways. I mean, the idea of MGTOW and monk mode should be second nature at this point. But I, I think a lot of men live in like a, in two places. Like they know this here, but they still want to believe yes. that there's like a unicorn out there that's never been, you know, slept with or anything else. And she's going to, and there really isn't like I've, I've, watched and seen it for so long but i think a lot of people are you know they a lot of men know but they're still holding out hope that there's this one perfect girl who's not like any of these other women and not 
right. hasn't had been exposed to the feminism and well and if if you take a man that has pretty low self-esteem you know some some kind of dependency problem and feels really bad about themselves and then here here comes along this crazy bitch and she's like stroking his ego and giving him attention and you know the the love bombing stage like that gets some of these guys into a lot of fucking trouble because yeah. it, they make them feel better about themselves, whether yeah. it's true or not. It is a pretty amazing feeling. Yeah. Well, you know, when, even when you're being blatantly lied to, it feels pretty good at the right. time frame. Right. But long-term. <laughs> yeah, no, it's, Obviously, it's almost killed me several times, but yeah, at, yeah. Deary, at the time, you're like, this is good. This feels, what could possibly go wrong? <laughs> right. But that's, you, that's what women depend on, you guys. Like, they, they see it. They, they see the holes in your armor, and they will penetrate through those, those vulnerabilities. So just be careful. So it's not my imagination. Y'all are willingly aware mm -hmm. of what's going on. Oh, yes. 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 And the, the, the really man-hating ones, the super crazy bitches that want to destroy you. I mean, Elspeth, for instance, has been saying she wants Angler to off himself in front of his own kid. So that's her goal. That seems like a... It's disgusting. Yeah. It's really fucking disgusting. When I think of that, it, it kind of like um, I have to stop and think like what has to happen in my life for me to ever think that of another human being to be like, I want right. this person. Like what exactly would it take well, to get it would, me to that? It would take being a 60-year-old fucking feminist that already ruined your life, had no kids, miserable, so literally going to have to get a dog and die alone. And she has that much resentment towards people that have children and that much resentment towards men. Hmm. So stay this away. It's crazy lady, bitches. Did <laughs> you say away. she's 60? She's 60. How did she tempt anybody? Lies. Okay. Lies. I mean, not that there's anything wrong with being 60. I'm just saying, like, how is she still in the game? Online, behind an avatar. Ah, uh, okay, yeah. Well, yeah. that makes sense anyways. <laughs> All right, Mandy, it was great to see you. Text me tomorrow. Um, we'll get together sometime and plan out another stream. I've thoroughly enjoyed this. I want to do more of these streams where I can actually ask you questions that um, a lot of us men have wanted to ask a woman, not necessarily all maybe manosphere kind of related, but just as a human man talk. Yeah. Human, human being, human experience related. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> It would be nice to converse with you yeah. as a male and female to see, well, whatever that is, just, yeah. Yeah. Well, thanks again, dear. I appreciate yep. it. Thanks again, John. Um, we'll and I want to answer, I think Jeremy asked please. if we're doing an after, after party stream. Yeah, we can do that. Heck yeah. I'll after do an after party, party stream. stream. At Good yeah. Mothers. Right. Good, Good Mother, you, you can't chat from there, can you? Guys, will y'all drop Good Mother's mm -hmm. link in the chat? Yeah. 
one of my moderators, please link up to Good Mother. Let's all uh, go over to her stream and watch. And I'll be there after I use the bathroom and eat something. <laughs> bullets. Hey, bullets. Yeah, those Bruja blood witches. <laughs> Billy the Goat, good to see you. Yeah. I'm trying to make sure we're not missing anybody here in the paint in the uh, chat that wanted to say anything. I think we're good. All right. Well, thanks for having me on, John. Thank you, Mandy. Have a great evening, dear. I will. Have a good All night. All right. We'll see you. Guys, what a great stream. Getting to chit-chat with Good Mother. That was fantastic. Thank you guys so much. I appreciate y'all coming along on this adventure. If you're new to Good Mother, make sure you go over and check her out. Give her a like and a subscribe. Her streams are a lot of fun. She's on the level. Um, you know, she doesn't pull any punches. She is, uh, you know... Thank you, Lord Jeremy. I appreciate you posting that. There's her link. Lord Jeremy just posted it in the chat. If y'all want to go over and at least hit her up with a subscribe. I think a lot of our guys are probably going to head over there and hang out with her for a little bit, but she's on the level. She's awesome. Yeah. Terrific. Yes. Yeah. Like I said, guys, she's not a woman in the manosphere doing manosphere stuff. She's just a lady who happens to make videos about crazy bitches, but you know, quite frankly, that, that should be a friend of ours, not a, a foe. So, Peng, good to see you. Great show, John. Thank you so much, guys. Great to see you. I was about to sleep. TRX5, good to see you. I'm going to sleep soon myself. I'm going to eat me something and go in here and lay down and listen to Good Mother stream on my TV set while I'm falling asleep. Good to see you all. Bullets for teeth. Good to see you, brother. Mark, they find a way. Yes, sir. Guys, I'm going with John. Thanks for coming. Here is Corpse Music, boys. Feel like lightning when you lie to me. Can't trust a soul, I'm dealing silently, silently. We fall out like leaves on autumn trees. Wish I could be what I ought to be, ought to be. I don't want to focus on the problems. I swear to God, I'm over moving, trying to live and toss it. I'm going be the only one to finish when it started. The living legacy until you're back, I'm coming down to hollow with a penis. I think they're going to watch how it's not. I'm reaching over, pissing through a shop in my wallet. Kissing on my neck, I got a lost in my conscience. Surfing on the wish you want to go, so I'm not.
Divorce may ruin your life. Morning, John. Got my book right here. And I'm currently watching you right now on YouTube. Fuck what you think, you don't even know my name, what you know about me You can see it's thing, but I know these things